The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by our friends at Cigars.com. Malinlabe cigars are premium cigars. Each cigar is a true Puro, 100% organic Cuban leaf binder and filler cigar with a 15 Habano wrapper. These cigars are always produced in small batches, and once they are gone, they're gone. Right now, as an introductory offer to the brigade, Malinlabe has a four-pack cigar sampler assortment on sale for just $75. All four are premium cigars that are sure to define the luxury experience you would come to expect. Malinlabe also offers for single-barrel bourbon maple whiskey and amazing coffee that can be combined to make a wonderful gift box if a brigade member buys a set cigars, coffee, and whiskey. Mall and Labe will include whiskey glasses, coffee mugs, and a decorative ashtray to complete the experience. Log on to mallandlabecigars.com. That's M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com. Or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel at bvbshow.com. Mall and Labe Cigars, the premium cigar for those with discerning tastes. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Twitter. I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news. Matt and Dave's daily picks and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a very fun Monday for the Bostonian versus the book. Not one, but two guests for you guys coming up here in the next hour. Plus more on that here in just one second. Dave Sherapin, Matt Peralta back in Vegas after a very fun sports weekend. How are you, my friend? Welcome in. It's going to be kind of a weird week for us this week. A little bit of a start and stop week. How are you on a Monday? We're good on a Monday. We're not going to be here on a Tuesday, and you'll get to the rest of the schedule because you'll be on an airplane <laughs> to Boston tomorrow. Um, we got two guests. Been busy this morning trying to make sure we're good, mm. um, make sure we're on time, mm. trying to make sure we got all the topics covered. Um, it's, it's not like we don't just show up and do the show. There's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that ain't nobody know about. But everybody knows it's ish time. It's yeah. go time. Mm. All aboard the BVB mm. train today. Mm. We got two guests. It's going to be a lot of fun. So John Kincaid from the Fanatic in Philadelphia is going to start us off here in about 15 minutes ish. John is in the middle of battling cancer for the third time. It's and we are incredibly thankful that he is taking the time out of his you know battle with this disease that he has been an incredible champion, outspoken cancer you may hear fuck cancer about five thousand times today okay and it's just going to be one of those things okay and and leave it in there if you can because people need to say that hashtag is out there on twitter for a reason this guy just every time his attitude is so incredible if you need a pick me up if you're feeling down today you're going to hear john kincaid your problems are going to be nothing all right you're going to realize what i realized over the weekend, just not even through John Kincaid, but just continuing from the weekend on Saturday when I started looking back on what I've just done for the last 70 days with the hard 75 and the fact that I have the chance to do it at 46. And I know people who can't and the privilege that our health is. You know this. <laughs> you know this. Every day. <laughs> you know, it changed everything for you. I yeah. changed for me a little bit because I was in the hospital for a couple of times. But like I just realized I looked back and I was like, you know, 
COVID really messed with me bad. And I had a bunch of different health concerns and issues and things that were going on in my life that just didn't make a lot of sense. (laughs) Couldn't figure out why I was feeling the way that I was feeling, overheating, having all sorts of problems with dehydration and stuff. And, you know, I just stopped and I was like, man, I got to stop worrying about the little things because, man, I'm, I'm doing something that a lot of people can't do, haven't been able to do because of real health concerns and real issues and real battles getting up and getting in sick. In the meantime, I can't wait for you to eat some wings. Hell yeah. Or, Let's, or go. Let's go. Because <laughs> I stopped over the house, hung out a little bit on Saturday. You're cranky as all hell. Oh yeah. Hungry. Oh, oh like, yeah. You know, I'm and constantly hungry. I'm just I, hungry. Period. I mean, I, I've been hungry for, I mean, yeah, but you, one, you look great, but two, thank you. I'm done with Greek yogurt. I, I need Greek yogurt to not be part of my life for like a couple of months. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is fine. But I was going to invite you to come to Buffalo Wild Wings because Jess and the girls and everybody were going. And I said, I can't invite him. I said, he's in the last week yeah. of the stretch. <laughs> we're not putting wings in front of him. I want them so badly. <laughs> Everybody likes wings. Uh, It's my favorite food. It's my absolute favorite food. I love them. I love making them. I love going and trying different places. I love hunting for the best wings in Vegas. There's a place in Henderson called Johnny's that I haven't gone to that everyone's telling me I have to go to because it's been here for 30 years and they claim to the best wings in Vegas. It's a half an hour from my house. So I have to justify driving a half an hour to go have wings and I haven't been able to do that yet. But everyone's that's the big rumor that this place over in Henderson is the best place. It's been there forever. So generations been handed down. This recipe is like the secret sauce thing. I'm like, all right, I got to go check it out. I haven't done it yet. But yes, I mean, wings are a very large part of my not everyday <laughs> diet, but every week diet. Yep. And it's been 75 more than that's almost 80 days, probably since the last time I had, I had wings. So yeah, not all good. Right. I went yesterday, eight East. I saw TJ from Chicago in town. It was on the menu. I almost ordered it for him and I'm like, I can't do it. I can't put it in front of me. It's not right. I just, I'm sorry. I said, DJ, I'm sorry. You I can't did order good with Brommel Camp and I, when we, when the three yeah. of us were there, yeah. I ordered them and you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh. <laughs> you really going to put wings and in front of me? I over to the other end of the table just so you wouldn't even be tempted. And I, he's like, you're like, I, I want to a- have one of those so bad. Ugh. I said, Todd, eat them all. Can't wait eat to rip all. into them. I, yeah. I mean, I guess I, 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 it's like a, I don't know. I, you're, you're Jewish. I'm not, I don't know fasting as you know, young Kippur. I don't know the fasting, but I feel like that's, what's going to be. I'm going to break fast after the 24 hour. <laughs> Listen, we did this for the loose, uh, the, the, the raw fitness challenge. Me and Jess did it the day after we finished. I mean, you eat clean for a long time. When you eat bad, your body's going to rebel, oh, rebel at you. It's going to be the alcohol like, is going to be, I can't wait to see how my body handles the alcohol that I have not oh, drink in over be- 70 70- Two drinks and three <laughs> sheets to the wind. You're gonna. I can't wait. That's, That's gonna it. be a fun feeling. I'm gonna yeah. be a real cheap drunk. It's gonna be yeah. great. <laughs> One drink yeah. and I'm gonna be feeling phenomenal. So, yeah. I, I I can't wait to do that. But John Kincaid's coming on here in about ten minutes. So stay tuned for that. We're really appreciative. Then later, Matty Lindemann from WinBet's gonna come on. He went to Cincinnati. We got an eyeball on the Reds. You were in Cincinnati. Yep. He's also a big college baseball fan, a big yep. college baseball better. And we've got Florida LSU tonight for the national championship game three rubber match stud pitcher for LSU on the mound. Tigers are big favorites on to win tonight. Rest. I'm okay with it, man. The guy's a horse. I agree. It's going to be, listen, yesterday was the dud game of mm. the tournament, but there haven't been many of them. This uh-uh. used to be the norm where there were blowouts and good teams just overpowered bad teams. Tournament's been great. 
The games have been great. Omaha's been great. I did the show this morning with with Ben Scott Stevens nice. on Sports Grid, and I said, "Are you a big? Did you cover the games in Omaha?" He's like, "It's the best ten days of the year in Omaha." Where did he, where'd he work? He lived in Omaha. He lived in those apartments you lived in. Remember? Oh, that's right. I forgot. You guys yeah, talked yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah, he didn't I tried to get though. him on the show today, but. We're stacked and we couldn't fit yeah. him in. But I he didn't to cover the World Series. Though. He just yes. went to the World Series. He sat on top. It? No, he oh. sat on top of the Russell Bucks, he said, or whatever shot he it. said. Yeah. And shot it. He okay. did all yeah. of it. Yeah. My friend, he works in local TV there. Yeah. So it, it is. People don't realize the parties are actually the, more, the most fun thing about it. And having LSU there for the entire time means nonstop parties. Have a you bar, seen these jello shots? That's things? what they say. There's a bar in Omaha that sold out. That they, they 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 have too many. They did a contest as to how many jello shots they were going to sell and the the over under was 9,000 and like LSU fans each school 9,000. LSU yeah. destroyed it. Like just Blew it out of the water. 50,000 or something, right? <laughs> yeah, just not annihilated it. And so they were like, okay, we're good. No more. They, they stopped doing it, but it became kind of a cult thing on Twitter. Did you for do keep- jello shots back in the day? Of course. Do you yeah. like them? Yeah, sure. I like, yeah. I mean, jello shots are fine. I mean, I, I like vodka, so it's, you know, it's, it's a easy way to get alcohol in your system. I just, I never liked... Because you don't know, like there are two things I didn't like all that much when I was in college and later on. Like I didn't like eating cannabis brownies and I didn't like taking jello shots because I never know how much is in the actual thing I'm eating. So you can't take, you can't figure out. Like I was always very careful as to like how much I was eating, how much I was consuming, how much I was drinking, just to know. So like if I ever had to, you know, I don't know, I, I never like to get so drunk that I can't actually operate my body. Correct. So I, I I never liked when I when I'm not the one making stuff. I'm always very careful and concerned about it. You're a control freak. Period. I mean, yeah, I am. That's, I'm that's, definitely that's, definitely 100 percent a control freak. But I'm but, nervous on these things. Like I don't trust somebody. Like when oh, I'm putting something in my body, I don't know what you're doing with it because grain alcohol. I I've, I've had people tell me Jello shots have had vodka in it, and really it's grain alcohol. <laughs> these are these are things that you learn kids if you're watching the show hit the like button hit the subscribe button this is the dad portion of the show talking <laughs> to the kids about your alcohol consumption yes one i've never eaten anything with cannabis in it i okay. don't even know what that does or tastes like and i don't want to know it's, right oh now. no it's, it's it's not bad i mean it's, it tastes it's, it's, good. it's just oh uh, yeah sure it's a brownie i mean it tastes, yeah. doesn't taste bad i mean that's what if you do it right no. if you know what you're doing yeah, stop. It's just, you're only eating it for the taste. I mean, no, you do. You, it's it's really actually pretty simple. You take the cannabis, you put it in butter, you turn it into a simple syrup, and then you add it into the you you, you take the THC out, you strain out the leaves, and then you put it into the batter, and you cook the brownies. It's not hard. We're never getting off late. <laughs> it's not hard to do. We're never getting off. Illegal. We're that's never getting illegal. off late. Like, that's it's it. not even illegal. That's a, that's a legal thing you can do in this state. I'm not I'm not telling anybody illegal. It's legal in, in most states. New, New York, sh- Massachusetts, Nevada. Show live right now. Put. <laughs> In the chat, yes or no on the Jello shots? Oh Whether yeah, like most people are yes. Not. Most people are yes. Yeah, most people are yes on Jello shots. Sure, I would go the other way. No, pop brownies might be a little bit of a different. I don't think you get the consensus. We're not on voting on the brownies. It's the Jello <laughs> shots. We're voting on yes or no. That's 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 the question. Do right you now. care the flavor of the Jello? What other flavor than cherry is there? Because that's the whole point, though. In Omaha, they were doing this with the competition. It wasn't just, it was by your team color. So, like, you know, if you're. So, at- are LSU's yellow? 
Because that yellow jello is terrible. <laughs> I think it's purple. I think the LSU jello is purple. That's fine. A little grape flavor in it, maybe. Yeah. I think it's purple. I'll buy think, that. Should, and then you had, I mean, yellow Stanford jello is terrible. Stanford was red, obviously. Fine. Florida's blue. Good. Blue um, jello's fine, too. That's passable. Let's see who else. Obviously, was you in, like I don't know. Orange jello. <laughs> Oral Roberts could be really an interesting well, color. Hey, ho, ho. <laughs> What's Oral, what's Oral Roberts's color? <laughs> <laughs> that could be a whole different world. Hold on, hold on. They were there. I mean, they, they had it. They're on the list. They're, they're one of the eight teams that were there. So it actually it matters. Oral Roberts was there. I mean, are they clear? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they are. <laughs> clear Jello? Yuck. No color gelatin. Ooh, that's that's no. that that's that fake stuff. Yeah. Ooh, well, jello's fake. fake. Jello's not real. But there's nothing <laughs> fake about oral. That's for sure. <laughs> what are we doing, Mikey? Clip that <laughs> right there. Clip it. Clip that. There's nothing <laughs> fake about oral. Okay. Oh. All right. Sure. So we'll, we'll get into this. I, I don't want to keep our guest waiting because he's Is so he here. He's here. So let's we're gonna, go, Kincaid. Gonna, I brought a hat just for him. You brought a hat. Well, oh I, I put this one up. What is that hat that you are wearing? Oh my god. Love goodness. that hat. That is I a love that hat. Kincaid, this <laughs> hat has all of the Philly uh peas that they've had on. So, like it's the back has this, it's all these different panels. It's a Philadelphia hat for one of my favorite Philadelphia guys, Kincaid. How are you? You are covered in pee, Dave. <laughs> Amazing. My man. He That's never so misses. Awesome. I can't believe Matt's in his Matt's wearing his Eagles hat for me. That's sweet. It's all for that you, buddy. All for you. I did all, I did 100% shave, for you. Just so you guys have not seen, I did the shave down okay. in advance in advance of any hair loss to come with my 5FU chemo. And so um three different people have uh, tried to check my credit line thinking I was Dave. <laughs> so, um, right, but so I, nice I work it, I down in advance, and uh, just as a preemptive measure, I've made sure to just because around eighty percent of people that do my chemo have uh, have some sort of hair loss. So I figured, you know, shave off the flowering; it'll all come back. It'll yeah. all come back. They've assured me, and I'm wearing my eleven AJ Brown because treatment eleven to go. Uh, oh. Is on Wednesday, but my Eagles jersey, as you can see, the extra larges do not fit anymore. Already, uh, around twenty, around twenty some pounds down. Wow! So, yeah, I so, was. But when you guys, even when I didn't realize, I was sick when I saw you guys in Vegas. I mean, when I saw you in uh, in, in Phoenix, Phoenix, and I'll see you in Vegas in February. Of course, yeah, uh, man. Super Bowl, absolutely. But uh, the. I didn't, I, I, you know, at that time I was, I was ill and I was, I didn't realize, I was like, I'm feeling like I'm getting bloated and everything like that. I didn't realize what was going on, but Hey, uh, one down 11 to go. So AJ Brown, I'm channeling him this week and uh, I'm not nearly as tough as AJ. I can tell you, I'm not going across the middle in the NFL. I can promise you that. Kincaid, you've done it twice before. Yes. They didn't get the hair then. If they get the hair this time and you can go through number three, the hell with them all. This is great. I'm so happy I, I to can, see I, you doing this stuff. I love it. Uh, is The thing was, though, is that they told me from the day I was diagnosed, they said, stop saying you've had cancer before because it was 25 years ago. And they're like, you know nothing about what you're about to go through. It is so much better. It is so mm. much more advanced. What you went through was living hell. You're going to be shocked. Whereas somebody who's never been through it before is going to say, this is really crappy. You're going to go, oh, my God, this is a walk in the park compared to 
what I had experienced. It's only been one treatment, but I can tell you, first of all, not one urge to get sick. Uh, I've sort of lost, you know, I've lost a little bit of my appetite. I'm like a a twice a day eater. But overall, uh, one treatment was pretty good. And I'm just, it, it just fatigues you. It just mm. fatigues you, and they say it's going to compound, so it's going to get a little worse. But I haven't had to miss work. I've been able to work. I've been able to to do all the things and uh, had a little fun. Went to Top Golf yesterday. Wow. Long long sleeve shirts, covered hat. I never wear baseball caps, and everybody got a picture of me yesterday in a baseball cap <laughs> on social media. They were like, "Oh my God, he's in a baseball cap." <laughs> I don't wear them because God didn't give me the head of hair I have can't to cover, cover it with that. Cover, that's, you, that's, but right now I'm willing to do it because of the sun damage. So you went and spoke at a camp for broadcasters. Yes. What is it like for you now being able to talk to young people, going through what you're going through, but being able to, how are you finding the energy to go out there and tell people, look at this is a career, go after this career, pursue it. Distract, 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 Matt. I mean, it's, it's anything that can keep my life normal. And that's what I asked the whole team around my radio show to do. I said, every day when I come to work, it's, I, I honestly, like today, we probably talked, we talked about something with me being sick for like a minute and a half and we just do the show. And I asked everybody around the station, everybody in sales, everybody in, even in the listening audience to just, can we just do the show as normal? And the more normalcy I get, the better my day goes. The more I have alone to my thoughts, then the intrusive thoughts come in and that's where it gets a little scary. And I got to tell you, I'm being honest with you, um, publicly, it's been a lot harder because I wasn't as much of a public figure when I had cancer the first time. It's um, the whole town knowing, the whole city knowing, the teams, the sports teams reaching out and showing their support and everything. It's very, very kind. Uh, But it's also very, very overwhelming that there really is nowhere to hide. This is a public, this is going to be a public uh, next four months. But I got it. I I, I got it because I have no other choice. We, right. we accepted as a family, as a family, I came up with the slogan for us. And that is, there is only one acceptable outcome. And mm. that's what we're, that's the only thing we'll focus on. That's the only thing we'll do. And if I do everything I'm supposed to do, I really do believe the numbers are in my favor. But I'd like to see, could you check the books? <laughs> what's the... What's the odds if Listen. I'm on I'm on the Bet Parks app in, in <laughs> Philadelphia, which is great. The great folks at Bet Parks, they've already put out the line. They've got me as a heavy favorite. Like yeah. I'm a I'm a minus three fifty. But should they should that bet not not win, everybody gets a free bet. <laughs> so that's great. You're sick. You <laughs> really, really sick. are. I got you as a minus five thousand favorite. Oh wow, okay? that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're 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 making you a big favorite. You may have talked to my oncologist. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm feeling. You, I'm feeling. I'm glad everybody gets the free bet because at least right. they get the free uh, bet. Should they? Should they lose? Right. This is a, a new. By the way, new customers only. <laughs> new customers only. <laughs> Look, you got this is, you're Matt, this is what I was saying to you earlier. Distract, distract, distract. You Let's keep to, things have, normal then. Okay. okay. Have some fun. What's so. wrong with your Phillies? What the hell's going on in Philadelphia baseball? You're gonna have some time. You, you, you know, last summer was a little bit different and it ended great, other than the World Series loss. Struggling this year. I mean, this is not the Phillies team that we expected. What the hell's going on in Philadelphia? Well, it's not what I expected, but do you realize that at 40 and 37, they have the exact same record they had last year? Wow. Exact same record. But, but last year, Wheeler and Nola were pitching better. Way better. And the offense was clubbing a lot more homers. But right around this date, 
is when they lost Bryce Harper for two months. So for the next two months, they've got Bryce Harper. Last year at 40 and 37 is when they lost Bryce Harper after getting hit by the pitch in San Diego. Right. So the next two months, they have Harper. They didn't have him last year. But they also had Reese Hoskins, who they don't have. And I think that's the biggest thing to this Phillies team is missing that Hoskins bat in the lineup. That's why a lot yeah. of people in Philly are talking about uh, them trying to go after Goldschmidt and seeing if they can get him to play first base. Whoa. That that's a deal that they would be willing to deal one of their they – have, they have like three huge arms in the minors. They won't touch Andrew Painter, the top name. But right. there are two other names that I believe that they would consider uh, in a deal to be able to try to bring in uh, Goldschmidt. If they can bring him in, I oh. think I feel really, really good about it. Plus two, the Phillies will be uh, – like they play nine of their last 12 uh, on the road before the All-Star break. And I know you guys love breaking down these numbers on the podcast. I see it every day on the show. Mm. Um, that after the All-Star break, the Phillies are a plus 13 home games. Oh, they have 43 at home, 30 on the road. Okay. And the, wow. that's the, that is the most favorable in the National League. And I, think okay. that could help, and I think that could help you too. Plus, they end with seven against the Mets in the last two weeks. So Which is wheels, a pretty good thing right now because the, the Mets If the wheels are, come off ah. that bandwagon, you know, Ooh. if they come off that wagon. How many times have you seen, by the way, bottom of the eighth inning, three guys get hit by pitch that score runs? It's, never, I mean, that Mets was coll- that collapses. It never happens, but that's what the Phillies needed to beat the Mets. So right. the Phillies shouldn't be pounding their chest. The Mets lost that game. The Phillies didn't yeah. win. Fair. I mean, that, that, that's the, the Phillies. And Rob Thompson is, you know, last year, everybody's all excited. The new interim manager is great. He takes over for Girardi. But I swear to you, between between him and Girardi, I, it's here. I'm, I'm looking for the pulse. I'm going yeah. to get the paddles. Yeah. Because there's no, there's no urgency. And I guess – Sometimes I'm guilty of consuming baseball too much like football with an urgency. Right. These guys, these guys I mean, honestly, they're one step from a toe tag. And that's mm. not, and that's me saying that. That's, you know, <laughs> that's really scary. <laughs> so what do you make of the wild card? Dave and I have had this conversation on the show a lot about the fact that the Braves can go run away and hide with the division. And it doesn't matter. Does it? All it matters is you get in. So you're not even watching what Atlanta is doing. The Braves can go kill everybody. It doesn't matter. All that matters is get into the tournament, right? Well, it matters how the cards fall. Because okay. like last year, the Phillies fell. Remember, the craziest thing in the world is the Phillies went four and eight in their last 12 games mm. and made the playoffs. The Brewers went four and 10 yep. and missed by a game. Yep. I mean, that's what it comes down to. The Brewers crapped the bed. And yep. the Phillies backed in at four and eight. But once they got there, remember, they were losing the first game at St. Louis, one nothing in the ninth inning and came back and won it. And it was crazy. I mean, the, the way that whole day went down and then it all spun out from there. The way I look at it is this last year. I truly believe if the Phillies had had to play the Mets, let's say the Phillies had been the, the one, one wild card up and they yep. had had to play at the Mets. I think the Phillies would have gotten smoked. They didn't win a series against the Mets all year. They got to play the Cardinals, who they played pretty well, and they'd won the season series against, and then they beat them. And then imagine if the Dodgers don't get knocked off by the Padres. You know, the Braves The Braves were sitting there waiting, and I, I, I the Phillies aren't intimidated by the Braves. Every year in, in 19 games, and I knew it well being in Atlanta and being a Phillies fan, they'd play their 19 games, and it would be 10-9 Braves, yep. uh, 11-8 Braves, uh, nine, not, you know, it, it was always tight. And Close. so, and the, and the Phillies are not intimidated by the Braves, even though they tend to get their backsides kicked by the Mets. So I have no idea what it's all about. 
Kincaid, I know you do all the sports in Philly and you go, you got the Eagles stuff on, but a good friend of the show and a good friend of mine, Keith Jones, is now the president of the Flyers. Good friend of mine, too. He's a good dude. He's a good guy. Such a good guy. There hasn't been much hope for Flyer hockey uh, recently. No. You expect Jones to turn this thing around? They got to have time. They have to have time. And the big key is is that Jones and Briere now are going to have to just, they're going to have to execute the vision. And they've done a good job, but they've both been on my show in the past few weeks. They, um, they, they have to execute their vision, uh, articulate it, then execute it. And look, you can run a fire sale and you can just put everything out at the corner and sell it, or you can do it strategically and, and show that it fits along with the vision you got. They're looking for a lot of draft picks. They're looking to get really young. And look, John Tortorella, people think of him as sort of a quick turnaround guy. Tortorella, people don't realize, he had six years tenure in three different cities with three different teams, Tampa, Columbus, the Rangers. So, I mean, he stayed for six years, three different places. In the NHL, coach, a coaching tenure is barely three years. Right. And he did it double in three different markets. Torts wants to be here. He doesn't want to go anywhere else. He wants to finish out here and he wants to create something. And now he feels, I think, like he can create something with these guys. Mm-hmm. And he's a teacher. He loves to teach. And there were some kids in the classroom last year that needed to be kept after school like Matt back in high school. <laughs> you know, yeah. And, yeah, and, and, so was, and so he had, he had a few teaching. Might have been the CBD. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have CBD back there. We don't know that it was. It was all THC. So we don't know what CBD was back then and, and back in the day. So here you wear an Eagles shirt. I'm wearing an Eagles hat. I love that. Thank you. What is like as we get to July 4th, I, I've been around Philadelphia a lot. I know how the market goes. Phillies baseball, not that it gets boring, but baseball is long. Everyone starts talking football. Everyone starts looking ahead. Once we get to the 4th of July countdown to training camp. Sure. Is this it? I mean, is it, we're coming to Vegas Philly in the super bowl. That's all will be acceptable this season for the Eagles. Or is there still, okay, they got to go to the next step before they get to the big one. There shouldn't be any for the fans, for the team. I want them to have the proper steps, win the division, secure home field, get back to the Super Bowl. I want them to have the proper vision. For this fan base, I want this fan base to act, Matt, and I, I hate to say it with a thing, but but sort of like Patriots fans did back in the day. Oh. Embrace, embrace, but no, Dave, oh. embrace, you know what you got to do? Embrace expectations when you're supposed to be great. Agreed. Don't shy away from it. Don't say a lot of things could happen. You know, they did that in Pittsburgh the- too, right? Like Steeler fans could be included in that, right? Well, the Steelers back in the day, absolutely. <laughs> the Steelers fans, by the way, I think Steelers fan base, one of the greatest. But the thing is, embrace expectations. Don't right. shy away from them. Anything less than this Eagles team, at least getting being playing on NFC Super Bowl champion, uh, NFC Championship Sunday is yeah. a failure in my book. I, it's a, they should have a home divisional playoff game. They should win and they should have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Now, could, could a team from another division, maybe because they had three teams in the playoffs in the East last year, right. maybe another team could snake them for home field advantage and you have to go to San Fran for the NFC title game or something like that. Uh, and they'll be on their seventh quarterback from that and they'll still be whining <laughs> about it. So we'll come and we'll beat the crap out of their eighth and their ninth. Uh, but, but there should be no, nothing less than expecting Vegas in February, no excuses, no, not excuses at all. And I can tell you, they're all, it's already football season because Nick Sirianni and his family are enjoying a little time down the Jersey shore. And this past weekend, they were playing some football with his kids on the beach and Bill Belichick was caught taping him. 
(laughs) You know know the opener is only two months away. He was running plays. He was running plays with his kids, just getting ready for the opener. He's already fired up for it. And uh, so you can tell that that trip to New England is ready for it for uh, Tom Brady Botox night. So, uh, that's right. I forgot it's the Eagles. That's right. It is. We're the all Eagles. excited. We're, we're very, very excited for that one. That's they right. Say, they say Tom, instead of like applauding the crowd back, he's just going to try to blink. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to attempt it's to tight. blink. He got it tight. Dave, it's Dave, tight. Dave, if he does any more to his face, he's going to have to unbutton his polo shirt to take a pee. It's I mean, fair. he's it's, really stretching it. It's yeah. really tight. I mean, seriously, they've told him to stop. Stop, it's, would you? The Eagles are minus 110 to win the division. Fair. The, the Cowboys are plus 175, and then it's the Giants at plus 750 and the Commanders at 10 to 1. It sounds like an easy bet, is it not? Like, it, it's just them and the Cowboys. It, they're going to beat the Cowboys, aren't they? Well, they're, they're going to win. the. They should win the division. That seems like an easy bet. But what I would say to you is the Cowboys are a team, and I know most Eagle fans will hate me for saying it. I respect the Cowboys. And I and mainly because oh. of the fact is Dak Prescott in his entire career has never once been intimidated to come into Philadelphia and has never once been intimidated to go up against the Eagles. So I have the ultimate respect for that. A lot of other guys, Eli Manning, would wet their beds seeing the green. I don't know what it was. He was a spectacular quarterback that could win other big games. But when he played the Eagles, he was terrible. So right. I don't understand what it is, but I respect that about Dallas. What I'm thrilled though is they retained Mike McCarthy. And right. Honestly, That's what I was gonna say. Seriously, <laughs> I wouldn't pick him in a game of hungry, hungry hippos. Right. I mean, like, I, I he's agree. Not gonna, he's not gonna strategize properly. He's no. gonna, oh, let, I'm only going for the purple ones. No, yeah, come on, McCarthy. I mean, like he's I'm so glad they retained him because I was worried they were gonna do uh, that they were going to go get somebody else. I thought Sean Payton was going to. That was up. it. No, that that, that was, was it. I was I was told that. I mean, that was it told was, people. Well, he uh, wanted he's wanted that job for a long yeah. time, but they wouldn't pull the trigger because mm-hmm. again, Jerry Jones would have to admit that he was wrong. Correct. He was which, afraid right. of really, what that would which look is like. Really, really hard, and, yeah. and so he doesn't want to do that. So, but oh look at you, Dave. Dave's laughing. I'm like, Come on, <laughs> <laughs> right. it's today, East stuff. It's, it's you know today. Yeah. I was supposed to be. We were supposed to as a family today. It's a, it's sad for me because we were supposed to go to Vegas. Our our summer trip, annual summer trip to Vegas. We were supposed to fly out today, and <sighs> we were going to try the Cosmo for the first time. Uh, and uh, we we're going to try the Cosmo now that it's folded under MGM Properties. Uh-huh. And we we're going to try that out. And I was thinking I'm going to be over at Yellowtail at Bellagio having some uh, having some sushi and yes. playing by the pool. But uh, I am forbidden from flying on a plane till this is all over. Yeah. But I so I am already scheduled. I will be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be flying on a plane to Vegas in February. Let's do it. Wonderful to me. And I'll see you guys there. And it'll be fly eagles fly. Dinner on not, us. And if not, yeah. you, get free, you get the free bet on bet part. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, John. And you can you replay for- this, and it'll really sound like maudlin. <laughs> this was amazing. Thank you for You're the, the time. We are all Love you going guys. for you. Is there anything we can do for you? Can the brigade, anything that we can do for you, any, anything we can push out for you yeah. as you're going through this? Okay. You know what you all could do? Yeah. Think of all the brigade members and I see you guys and how active the brigade is on social media and everything. Uh, if you are above the age of 40 or 45, uh, absolutely get your colonoscopy. Don't put it off. I was perfect. I thought I was perfectly healthy. I thought I was perfectly fine. I'd had a colonoscopy at 50, thought I was okay. They told me to come back in 10 years. If I had come back six months later, they told me I would have been terminal. So what I'm, what I would suggest to every brigade member, and I'm not just talking men, 
Women yeah. too. You got to get your colonoscopies. It's something that is absolutely underdone. They're going to shift ages soon, I believe, with insurances and get it down to like 45. It, it can be a problem. And younger and younger people are getting diagnosed with colon cancer. If you get colon cancer, I'm stage three. It got into my lymphatic system a little. If they, if they get it early, it is one of the most curable cancers. So, and if you get it stage one, stage two, you're not even doing chemo most likely. So get, just get tested. That would be the most wonderful thing, Matt, is if something out of the crappy experience I'm having ends up being a benefit to other people, that would be the greatest thing ever. And, uh, and an Eagles Super Bowl win in February. That would be great to all ask for that. Tremendous. But the brigade, and look, the guys I went to high school could have fixed that if it was the NBA. But uh, I don't know what we can do. We're going to keep in touch, okay? We will, absolutely. We're we're, we're all pulling for you. Best of luck as you guys go through this. Thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. Keep it up, John. Thank you, man. Really, really appreciate it. John King, Kate in Philadelphia, joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Great to get him on the show. Love that guy. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. It's just like, man, to have the humor, to have the ability to laugh like that. I mean, as I said before on Twitter, I mean, if you need an inspiration, follow that guy on Twitter. Oh, watch, watch what he's going through, and he's smiling through an absolute shitstorm. Right, and he's joking around and having a good time and doing a lot of, you know, trying to educate people and tell them what's going on. And he's right about colonoscopies. I've I've had one. I had when I turned forty, I had one, but I need to go get another one. I know that I haven't had it for six years. Yeah. So it's definitely something that everybody needs, not just men. He's right. Everybody needs to start to be more aggressive with that because it's getting to be younger and younger. You got to do it. I mean, I did it. it sucks. No, no, it sucks. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not even that bad. No, it's I mean, not, knock I you mean, out. It upsets it's your fun, stomach and your day for a little, you know, 40, It's the overnight hours. thing, the drink they make you drink. It's all that stuff. That's what yeah. it's, that, that's, it, it's a little inconvenience, but it's a savior. It could save your life, literally. So it's yeah. worth it. It'll change your, <laughs> change your life for a day while you're drinking that stuff. Heck yeah, well. Don't schedule any appointments or anything. No, you're going to see the bathroom a lot. You're going to be close yeah. to the bathroom. Yeah. Brother Doug had the same thing. I mean, brother, this is brother Doug had the colon cancer. That's what it was. Did he really? Yeah. Whoa. That's what he, that's what he, um, did he have surgery or did, did he just, same have- thing. no, he had surgery and he did okay. the chemo and he, that's what we got the three year cancer free, clean. uh, clean report room. But he was 45, you know, when it, when it happened and, you just, you never know. So, I mean, get it done, get it checked. And then, you know, God bless Kincaid. He's at yeah. John Kincaid on the Twitter, right? Yep. That's, just, yep. that's all it is. Yeah. Just phenomenal. C-A-D-E. Awesome dude, man. Was yeah, good to really. See. If that doesn't get you fired up. Yeah. I mean, that's really, that's somebody who's, who's really, we're pulling for hard and we're going to keep track of him and really keep up. And I can't wait to have that dinner in February. It's going to be an absolute blast awesome. to have him to be in there. Okay. So we talked a little bit about this already, but there is a different schedule for this show for the week. Okay. So yes. we're here live. I'm in Vegas here. I'm on a plane tomorrow. So we don't have a show tomorrow. So right. nothing tomorrow, okay. Wednesday and Thursday, we're going to do it. Like we did it when Dave was in Arizona. I'm going to be in Boston. I'll be in my childhood home basically, which is going to be pretty funny. I can't so, wait for you to set up that shot. <laughs> if you can get in that shot, what you said was a surprise to the people. Cause yeah, I've got some funny, if you can do it, but I, I have some wait. funny memorabilia stuff from my sports days back yes. in the, back in my high school days. So it, we'll, we'll try to find some stuff in the basement of my house. So we'll see if we can set this shot up. I don't know if it's gonna be light enough. The only problem is the light issue might 
cause some concerns, but I don't want to do it on the main floor of my house because it's way too loud, way too crazy, and it will just be a complete mess. So I'm trying to figure out how I can do it. I'm the first thing I do when I get to the house tomorrow night is going to be to go downstairs and go, all right, where can I get this to be done? If I got to go buy a light, I mean, you like go buy like one of those like interrogation buy, lights or something. Just buy an Amazon ring light. Just go go to get a ring light sent to the house. It'll be there when you get there. Oh. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. This is this is what Jessica does for me. She's like, what do you need that you either forgot or you didn't know you had? She sends it ahead. And you know, oh, last time light. we were in Seattle, she sent medicine. Uh that the front desk I had to go pick up because Kendall had something going on. Right. I'm like, you know, there's a store right around the corner. She's like, I didn't <laughs> expect you to know what to get. So Fair. I had it sent right to the front desk. So the go on light. Amazon, right. uh, see what you need and have it I like that idea. for you when you get there. I like Don't that idea. All right. That's a good idea. And I need to pack it, ship it, and I'll leave it. And I'll just leave it in, in Andover. That's great. Okay. Yeah. It's a good so job. When we go nice. back and do shows back right. east, the we'll light's already there. there. That's already there. All right. I like that. So no show tomorrow. Wednesday, Thursday, typical show as we'll do it. It may be a little earlier than normal because I I can't really do a show at three o'clock. My daughter would get really pissed off because <laughs> it kind of ruins right. the whole day. I can't go into the city. I can't go out and do anything. So we, we may try to do it a little bit earlier than normal, 10 o'clock Pacific time, one o'clock-ish, somewhere in that range. Right. So I can go do an afternoon activity with my kid yes. for Wednesday and Thursday. Friday, I go to Maine. So no show on Friday, no show on Saturday, no show on Sunday, no it's show gonna on You're going to have Monday. your own show up there. Yo, oh, am I doing the juice up there? Is gonna be a riot. Uh, who knows what I'm gonna do with that? I can't wait to figure. It out. I asked my. I mom, just like, mean with all the family. That show in itself will be fun. I mean, that, I think it's know. gonna be okay. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I think me and my stepdad under the same roof for four days could be a problem, though. There's no debate there. That 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 has not happened since I was. I said to my mom, like, you know, the last time that Sean and I were on the same roof for like multiple days. It's been a while. It's been like since I was like 18. Yes, mine is 220. <laughs> it's been a being, long time. Being, being some dust ups. Yeah, there might be a little, you know, but luckily Madeline's there. So it kind of tempers everything down when she's there. But we're going fishing on Sunday morning. So looking forward to go out in Casco Bay and go. I've never gone straight. I've never gone striped bass fishing. So this is something my sister has taken up and she really likes doing it. So I'm more of a deep sea fishing type of guy. This is more in like a bay, a bay area type of thing, but they get to be pretty big. I mean, they can be up to three feet in length, so they can be pretty big fish. So we're going to do that on Sunday. I'm going to eat a lot of seafood. You cut the bait and everything. Do you put the, yep. do you do all that yeah. stuff? Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't do that. I mean, the, it's, it's the guy who's taking us for free has a boat. He just said, said, bring chum and bring me a case of Coors Light. And I'll take you for free. Oh, so good deal. <laughs> Yeah, That's a hell of so, a deal. Yeah, it is. So my nice my work. my sister's boyfriend is an EMT, and so he knows a ton of people all in the in the main area. So this guy's got a boat, and they go out all the time with him. So oh, yeah. So okay. it should be. My sister's really excited to kind of show us show off that and her that part of her life and whatnot. So she's twenty turning twenty four now. So in July, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. July is a big month for my family. My brother's birthday, Madeline's birthday, my sister's birthday, my brother other brother's birthday. So got a lot of cancers and Leos in my family. <laughs> so we'll have, we'll have that. So that's the, then on Monday, Tuesday, we're off for the 4th of July holiday. Wednesday will be a Twitter spaces because I fly and the traffic in Boston. I literally have no idea how early I'm going to have to leave for a five o'clock flight. They, they sent out a memo in New England that said, if you're going out of Logan Airport from July 5th to August 30th, <sighs> leave two hours ahead of time. Because the traffic getting to the airport is going to be horrific. And Bad I'm like, man. I'm dealing with rush hour. Yeah. 
and I'm dealing with traffic like that with problems yeah. with construction, I'm like, okay, I'm leaving yeah. at one o'clock for a five o'clock flight. So we'll do a Twitter spaces of some sort, either with me on, I may do it in the car. I may do it at the airport. I don't know. We'll figure it out, but we'll do it through spaces on Wednesday. And then Thursday of next week, we're back and we're rolling here for what's going to be oh, happening. Boy. So should be fun. So that's the schedule. It's on, it's pinned to the top of our Twitter account at Boston versus the book in case you are ever asking questions. For those of you that cannot pay attention for that long, we no show tomorrow, normal shows Wednesday and Thursday, Thursday. a little yep. bit earlier. We'll put out the time. Yep. No show Friday that's next it. week. We'll this next week, we'll continue to talk about the schedule as we go. We go. You went too far in advance for these people. No, they're fine. You just tell them and then go back. And well, listen no, to I mean, like we got it. people in the chat. Go. What am I going to do tomorrow between one and three Central? <laughs> Sorry, you know, eleven and and one Pacific. I'm on a plane at nine o'clock in the morning, and I'm on a plane for five and a half hours. Like it's no, like there's nobody wants we can to do. do a show with you when you land. That's for sure. I don't want to do a show with you when you no. land. No, cranky uh, as could be. No, I want to get because it's my last night. Of the hard 75. Yeah. Basically. No, 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 no. Second to last night. Second to last night, hard 75. That's Tuesday. Wednesday's the last night. Right. So I, I got to get rolling here. I got to get myself, you know, I got a work. Tomorrow's workout. I got to run at 6 a.m. Yeah. Then I got to fly, go get situated, and then work out again when it's like midnight. Because normally I work out at 8 o'clock our time. It's Will 11 o'clock on a Eastern. plane? I'm going to, I'm going to try to do my last time trial run tomorrow to burn myself out. So I sleep on the plane. Yeah. Oh, you but don't I got a lot of work sleep on a plane. I don't normally sleep on planes anymore. I used to, when I was a partier young person, I could fall asleep anywhere. As I'm now a 46 year old dad, my wits are a little more on edge when it comes to flying. I want to know what's going sleep on. on this show right now. Five <laughs> I used to be, I was always a window guy for years. Oh, the best. Get a window, get a pillow. Yeah. See you you in Boston. Uh -uh. Hat down for me like this. I'm gone. Bye-bye. Nope. Not anymore. Now I, no, because now I use it for time to do work. Now it's, it's time to, oh, we either do emails or do, because it's Wi-Fi, you know, I, the, the planes get free Wi-Fi, so I can go ahead and do a bunch of emails and stuff. I can stream stuff. Just I download. back and watch two movies and then just read a book or something. Why no, because I want to do, I mean, on the way back, I tend to do that. But like going to somewhere on vacation, I'm normally pretty hyped up and excited. So I tend to not be able to do that. I want to burn the energy and do that. But that's why I'm going to run really early in the morning. So then I'll be more jacked up and like, okay, I'll burn it off. And then maybe I will sleep. But I like the aisles. airport. Sure. You want to give me one? I mean, I don't want you to park the car there for nine days. It's okay. Break you. It'd be, it'd be a lot. <laughs> it'd be a lot. And no Ubers are so that. inconsistent where I live too. So it's another problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If you're volunteering, yeah. I'll take you up on it. The Sherapen taxi service. Yeah. Do that. To believe me, I'm picking up and dropping off guys all the time. I don't mind. I know the best <laughs> route now. I figured that out. So that's good. If we're leaving early miles enough either. too, you'll be there. That's no problem. Yeah. So we'll um, talk about that. We just had somebody pop in the chat. Sherry Chamberlain. Okay. Um, I just wanted, she just pointed out for those of you who can't pay attention that long. Thank you, Dave. She <laughs> just <laughs> reminded everybody what I was thinking while but you could go you were talking. Top of, that's Sherry, what I said. Top of the to Twitter the show. Hi, Thank you for being here. Bring some friends. There's mm. a lot of, you know, good dudes in the, uh, in the brigade and there's a lot of other women. You play matchmaker. No, I'm just, I'm just happy. I looked down. I saw Sherry. Oh, this is great. It's the first time I've ever seen Sherry in the chat. Nice. So I wanted to welcome very her cool. to the brigade. Very nice. Okay. Angels scored 25 runs on Saturday. Florida scored 24 runs on Sunday. 
They did. Which is more impressive. <laughs> um, One's with aluminum bats. The other is in Colorado altitude. Look at this angel hat. I, I I pulled this one out too. This is what? The, this is in the holy heck is that thing? This is multiple all the angel um, emblems that they've had all paneled up, just like the Philly one. It's pretty wild, actually. I can't um, believe you bought that. You oh, I could pass it up. I've never that. seen it before. So no, I'm a sucker I. for the one-offs. I'm a sucker. <laughs> There's for a the reason one-off. why it was available. You can't just pull this off. Nobody can just wear this. Yeah, I, I love Lindemans in the back looking at you like whether you have five heads. Like, what the hell is on your head? Like, what is that hat you are wearing? I'm with. It's them. an angel over the years hat. It's more impressive <laughs> that the Angels scored 25 in a major okay. league game for right. me in Colorado. Oh. So we're lessening that. I mean, it's Colorado. I mean, we've seen this before. They got Colorado. metal bats and they got a team on a back to back that they do. It's a blown but up. It, it is. Staff. It is the the World Series of college baseball. It's the championship series of college baseball against a bullpen that hadn't given up given up a run in sixteen innings. LSU's bullpen was good. It was great, and they torched them. Yeah, but. Oh. How do you think so? You think it's the college? I think it's ridiculous. I think it's actually a wash. I think you can make a case for either side being stupid, being really impressive. Vescursion was doing the game Saturday night. Okay. At one point, one of the Rockies went to slide to second and slid 10 feet short of second base <laughs> on a double play. And Vescursion goes, he stuck the landing. <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing. So I texted him. During the game. Right. And I said, we're watching in Vegas. Have fun with this. And he kept talking about how they scored all those runs. And I'm looking at the end game and it's minus 23 and a half. Yeah. And it's 30 and a half for a total in a baseball (laughs) game. I was like, this can't be. And so he finishes the game. He texts me after and he says, do you know the one guy? There was one guy on the Angels who didn't hit his total basis prop. You know who it was? Shohei, right? Shohei. Okay. Yeah, it was Shohei. Yeah, it was. They it was, scored yeah. 25 runs at 21, 25 to one. And he didn't go over his over. His yeah, I saw somebody on Twitter who who had a Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, and then some other same game parlay person. And they were pimping it like hard going. This is hitting. This is hitting. So I was like, I was paying attention to it going like, all right, let's see if that actually hits. Oh. And I was like, wow, Otani is the one that got him to got him. It was, it was like a plus 700 parlay. Yeah. And Otani is yeah. the one that burned him. <laughs> Listen, it's a weird. So when you get the interleague things now, you're going to get crazy matchups. You're going to get crazy results sometimes. I mean, the Angels go and have a run differential. SoCal tweeted it this morning, have a a run differential of like 30 to 12 in three games and lose the series. Series, right. Because of the, obviously the second game. Yeah. So, so. I don't know. It's, it's 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 crazy stuff. But I mean, we got Lindemann waiting. We got to talk to him about the Reds. The Reds are the story. Let's let's bring on our friend Matty here. Matthew, oh, once what's second. good? What's good? And that we go with that. How are you, Matt Lindemann from Winbed, joining us here Put on the Bostonian versus the book? What is up, my friend? How are you? It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. What's good, guys? How was Cincinnati? All right. I mean, because I know you're a Reds fan. You've been a Reds fan for a long time. You're a baseball guy. You were there in the most electric atmosphere that they've had in years. I was watching the game Friday. Couldn't wait to text. You said, yes, I'm here. You went to the games Friday and Saturday. What was that like, Maddie? 
you know, I haven't seen anything like that in probably a decade now in Cincinnati. You know, I, I thought it was going to be like another five years before I might even get a chance to. But uh, I mean, yeah, just an unbelievable weekend in Cincinnati. Uh, Friday night, I mean, I wanted to go to the game. I saw them win Wednesday morning. I said, I got to go see this win streak. I know the place is going to be electric on Friday night. I couldn't in a million years have asked for a better game than what I got to witness. I mean, if you told me that I was going to be jumping for joy like a little kid when Ellie David Cruz rounded second for, for that triple, man, I mean, I just... I'm sitting here yelling, this motherfucker just hit for the cycle. Everybody's like, yeah, man, we know, we know. <laughs> but How I mean, fast is he in person, Maddie? It is fucking crazy, man. I right? mean, he just glides around the bases. It is like a gazelle, man. Um, so it's really fun to see this, like, new caliber of athlete that we haven't had in baseball yet. And I think, you know, kind of on the heels of women, Yaya, we're going to see that in NBA now. You're really going to get to start to see some of the freak show athletes that uh, have been designated to a certain position in the past. You know, now they're letting them go play where they want to play. And it's so much fun uh, getting to see a guy like Taylor Cruz, you know, perform this well this early. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that game Friday was unbelievable. And then Saturday and Sunday, two really competitive matchups as well. I don't know if the if the Reds are going to hang around and, and stay in contention for the Central like the Braves are all year. But, um, yeah, I do think uh, – you're fine. No, it's it's yeah, P. Yeah. Ralt's landscapers. They didn't. Get I was the gonna memo. say, yeah, yeah. I was yeah like, you're fine. They're my you're landscapers. Fine. But when when you're when P. Ralt's not talking, he's gonna hit the mute button so we can all hear okay. you because we don't want to hear the landscape. This guy's got to get the memo. I'm gonna come over after the show, make sure if they're still there, they don't come between <laughs> noon and one o'clock anymore. But go ahead, continue, sir. Yeah, no, like I said, I think it's an exciting time in Cincinnati. And, you know, I got to I got to come on here and eat crow. You know, I, I said before the season, I liked Reds under. I did not think this team was even trying to be competitive. I didn't think the front office was trying to be competitive. But they really gamed the game to the point where they figured out that this bigger stolen, this bigger uh, base that they have now makes it much easier to steal bases, leading the league in stolen bases, leading the league and run scored from second base on singles. They are they have found a way to manipulate the new rules to their favor, which is something that as long yeah. as I've rooted for the Reds, they haven't been able to do. They they've always been a step or two behind. So. Why are they not the favorite to win the division yet? We got a lot of people that watch the show and they have a lot of questions and they're like, you know, they they put it to you know, the BVB chat and, and the Discord channel and all this stuff at BVBshow.com. Why aren't the Reds the favorite? What are odds makers? They're the third. They're the third option. I know, behind the Cubs, but that's ridiculous. But, but Maddie, why, to explain why they can't be the favorite yet. How many games do we have left in the season? Probably 100? A just little under, over? Just, just under 100? I mean, 90-something. To ask that pitching staff, that, that starting rotation to hold up for another you know, 100 games or whatever, or however long, you know, over half the season, it's just asking a lot. I mean, I'm projecting some of these guys above five ERAs when they're going out there. Uh, Lodolo's been on the DL. I think Hunter Green just went on the DL. Yep. So, I mean, they're two young guys they really need to, you know, help them stay competitive or are not there right now. So, uh, if they have another injury or two, it's they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. They're going to be rotating guys in and out through AAA. So, you know, no matter how well you're hitting the ball, no matter how athletic you are defensively and on the base pass, if you don't have any starting pitching, we all know it's a long season. It's going to catch up with you eventually. I think so we're uh, going to win the Central, Maddie. Like, this is the hard part. I mean, because the Pirates were so good early. They've, they've gone backwards. They're so far behind now. That looks like that's going to be a long mountain back. But the Brewers, these Cubs people, Matthew, you know these Cubs people keep coming. They, you know, got Brommel Camp. I'm, tell them, like the Cubs aren't winning the division, are they? Cubs are embarrassing, man. They just went out and bought a bunch of guys to sell tickets. They're going to sell them all at the trade deadline. That's exactly what they did. 
they went out, got a bunch of guys they knew they could sell tickets with. And then when we get to August or July 31st, they're going to ship them all away and they're going to end up with 71 wins or whatever it is. Uh, I think it's probably the Brewers. I mean, you still have to give the Brewers the credit. It's still probably the best organization in the Central. They're year to year. They're always in the mix. And I know the hitting's questionable and the pitching hasn't been as good. I know Corbin Burns hasn't been nearly as good, but that's still the team I would trust the most to figure it out. Um, I, I mean, Saint I'm amazed Louis by the Cardinals. Maddie, is St. Louis dead? I don't understand it, man. But yeah, they're not any good. Uh, they, they, them and the Mets, man, those two program or those two uh, organizations are struggling right now. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be fascinating to see if the Reds can hang around. I would, I would really hope that the front office can suck it up and, and make a move at the deadline for some pitching if they're still in this position in a month or two. But again, you know, part of the reason I'm kind of a bandwagon Reds fan because this organization really is unwilling to commit to winning when they have a chance or they've proven that over the last decade. So, um, this is a great opportunity for them to show they're they're committed and they're serious about about making a move. Will they move young talent to get an arm or two, or are they going to hang on to all the young kids that they've got? Because they could be set, could be buyers at the deadline, but they're probably going to get, give up a kid or two in order to do it. No, nah, I mean they always <laughs> seem to adopt the approach of, of focusing on the future and never selling the future for now. Uh, one of their big problems is it's very rare to see them give away a young prospect for for someone who can help them win today. So that, that's one thing. I don't think they're probably going to go out and, and give away any key pieces or anyone in the future because they can probably see that this next two or three year window is their window to, to jump in and, and take advantage of that division. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull anything off uh, for this year. <laughs> I don't know if I want them to, honestly. It's It's tough to say. But, uh, you know, in the past, they really have sat on their hands. They haven't really gone out and made that move or gone and gotten that guy that they need. So I, I wouldn't hold my breath on that. You've been to Omaha, right, for the College World Series, Maddie? I went last year. I went, I went the run. I went one year too soon, for sure. Right. It's Man. been so good this year. All right. And the games have been competitive. But, like, P. Ralt's been talking about these bars and the jello shots and the LSU's been so good and how much fun it's been. We got game three tonight, one game for everything. And crazy game two, 24 runs for Florida, blowout. That game on Saturday night had me riveted to the TV. The kids were watching it. You know, Tommy Tanks with the home run. There were so many fun things. You got a lean or a side or a total tonight on this college baseball game, or is it like one of those ones where we're at the end? Just put up the number and book the game. Yeah, I'll be honest. I think book, book or like handicapping these college world series games are really hard. You know, you you take the teams completely out of their element, playing in a neutral site, been staying in hotels for four, five, six days. I think it's a little bit tougher to handicap than you know super regionals and regionals and all that. But uh, yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> It's really tough to make an argument for the over at this point. I'll say that. I think yesterday was the first over we've had in Omaha. I think right. in all of Omaha. Right. Um, and the wind's been blowing think, in yeah, for like I a week Flo straight. Well, Florida-Virginia went over. It was a 6-5 final. Okay, but, but, yeah, but, like snuck but over. It's, yeah. been, snuck but over, it's yeah. been in a consistent under. I bet the under yesterday. It's a consistent under. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I had Florida to win, but I had the under as well. So, like, I, I got killed on that. You got Florida right. But you're right on that point. So you think it's more game three looks like game one, not game two. Yeah, I think game two is just a complete throwout. Basically, once LSU got to what, probably down 8-3 or 9-3, they said, okay, it's time to key in on game three. Um, I don't think they were too concerned with with what happened in the last few innings of those games. But 
Uh, someone texted me today and said, well, the team that lost 24 to four has to win today. Right. And I said, man, have some respect. It's game three of the college world series. Like these teams are going all out tonight. So it right. means though, uh, I mean, you got obviously a top three pick in the draft starting for LSU team in this game was going to go probably six innings. Yeah. I mean, I figure looking at his pitch count, he's good for, you know, 60 to 70 really quality pitches. Yeah. And I think if he's still pitching at the same level after that, we got to start to ask if he's superhuman because <laughs> I mean, this is insane. Like I went and saw him pitch against Kentucky in the supers and they were just, you know, trembling in the box. They were terrified. Yeah. You know, these hit the intimidation factor that this guy has right now is through the, through the roof. So um, Maddie, could you get in the box and even make contact with that at this point? Do you think one on one? No, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm bending the knees and trying to drop off four, man. That's all I'm doing. Shrink that strike zone a little bit. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> no, no joke. Hey, senior year of high school, I got put in for that. No joke. Three, two, three, two count. Got put in to try to drop off four. No, right you down, did not. Threw it right down the middle. Uh, went and <laughs> did the coach tell you not to swing? Told me not to swing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> do, you, do Are you okay yeah, with the slice? I mean, it's game three of a best of three. 140 on LSU. Is the price okay there? It seems a little, a little 160. Now it's 160. Okay. So we know it's Skeens is pitching. We know that. So that tells you, we know for a fact, LSU has got their ace going, but it seems expensive mm -hmm. for a toss up game. No, it's a little steep, but Florida's advantage, their biggest advantage over everyone is they have really strong. Their, their top two starting pitchers are really strong. And Caglione, who's the uh, switch hitter, the Jack Tawny. Yeah. I think he's, Probably their third guy. I want to say he's projected tonight because Sprout and Waldrop pitched the last two days. Right. So there's a little bit. Too. There's a little bit of a drop off there, though. I know he's been pitching well, but it's not yeah. quite the same level as those first two guys. And I mean, again, we just haven't seen anything from Skeens that says that anyone can hit this guy or that he can't. You know, just I mean, throws strikes, pounds his own consistently. He doesn't walk. Doesn't have control issues. So, you know, what have we seen to say the number shouldn't be even higher? You know, this guy has probably won ninety percent of his starts, and you only got to lay one fifty, one sixty with him. So, right. I yeah, don't know. A, I'm not a, playing anything, but yeah, I, I I've got a plus four thirty-five on LSU. I've got a minus one ten on Florida, but I doubled down with LSU. I think they win tonight. I I, I think it's just going to be too difficult for Florida to score, given the the bullpen one. But then I think you're going to get six innings out of Skeens tonight, and it's going to be really difficult for them to ma manufacture. My question on the other side is: Can Florida hold LSU's offense down? Game one runners all over the place for LSU and they couldn't score until they finally got the oh. win four to three. So, yeah, I think, so you like the under tonight. So it's, you know, like a side under is a better play. I mean, if I got to play something, that's what I'm going with. I, I can't really make yeah. an argument for over with what I've seen. So, so make an argument for this quarterback tackles future market because we traded a couple oh, texts about things to talk about and i started laughing and i said i'm saving this for the show so this is the show cross learning <laughs> versus the book the bbb you're on it with matt and i your twitter handle again for the people is what matthew lindy train at lindy train you've come up with a tremendous I mean, this is, this is, I have never heard of this. It never would have occurred to me to do this. This would be one of those conversations in the room where I would go, that's genius. Tell the people about this marketplace. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. I'll admit. Um, so we had some kind of joke about, you know, pick sixes or who was going to throw the most pick sixes this year. And I said, man, did they record tackles for the quarterbacks? Like do the quarterbacks ever get tackles on the, on the picks to try to prevent the pick six? 
And they said, yeah. So we looked it up and sure enough, we found a chart from last year that charted all the QB tackles and <laughs> Josh Allen led the league with three tackles last year. Right. So <laughs> uh, Josh Allen of all the quarterbacks in the NFL was the most eager to atone for his mistake, get in there, wow. make the tackle. Uh, whereas guys like Tua probably going to be a thousand to one with their concussion history, going to stay far away from everyone, not get involved with any contact. Uh, so we're sitting here, we're trying to handicap the guys, you know, so, uh, they're like, they think Russell Wilson might be a sleeper in the room with how everything went last year, you know, team okay. guy, good attitude. Um, but no, it's fascinating. I, I think the biggest issue we're going to have with this market is that it's probably going to be a tie. Uh, there's pretty good chance oh. that we're going to have three, four, five quarterbacks who have the same number of tackles, especially if it's, you know, like last year that everybody just has two tackles. So we might have to apply some type of stipulation, like guy throws the least amount of picks or something like that. Uh, just He's in case there are, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, the guy who had the least amount of opportunities to get a tackle should probably be paid out in that, in a tiebreaker situation, I think. But um, yeah, if we do dead heat, you got, you know, might be splitting it four or five, six ways. So we still need to kind of figure out. The dead we... heat rule sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does it not? I, I, it's not great, but it's just tough. If you don't have room or an area to, you know, put all the stipulations, you have nothing else you can really do, you know? Right. What if, so. if, if a quarterback pushes a DB out of bounds, is that recorded as a tackle? Do you I know? couldn't even find a place to like, go look up all the quarterbacks tackles in one place. You got to search the quarterback by quarterback and find their defensive stats. Like I don't, cause guys so, get in the way, right? Like quarterbacks I have no idea. just become like the impediment for the DB and is that considered a tackle if I just guide you out of bounds or I push you out of bounds versus un quarterbacks aren't wrapping and tackling? So, like, <laughs> we're going by the stats as to what the stat would quantify as a tackle. Chat, do me a favor. Find out if there's actually terminology for what is considered a tackle because that, that would be interesting because I've seen Josh Allen literally tackle a DB because he's bigger than the DB. So right. he'll hit him. Yeah. But most quarterbacks are not going to do that. They're going to lay down or they're going to try to be, you know, it's getting the way of a guy returning the ball. Right. Yeah. About that. yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's Maddie. That sounds like you're going to have to go to the house rules or you're going to have to rewrite the stipulation unique to win bet, something like that. You may be I opening the bet, up though. the whole can of worms, but I love that. What other, so you're working on NFL props and different things like this. Now, for us in the business, and I mean, especially baseball guys like this, this is always one of those times a year where it's like, what are we talking about this for? And like P-Roll wants to start talking about NFL season wins like yesterday uh -huh. and all this stuff. There's not that much action on this shit yet, is there? No, I'm. this is one thing I'm really trying to evolve with is not – you know, letting high energy me in the summer, write checks at low energy me in August and September can't cash and putting up a bunch of futures when you're bored in the summer. It's a terrible idea. I've made the mistake so many times. Let's throw this up. There's nothing going on. And no one bets it but sharp guys. No one bets it unless you got a scalp up. No one bets it unless you got a bad number up. Right. And then you just sit around and wait. And then when you start getting busy in August with all the football stuff, it becomes completely overwhelming trying to deal with all these preseason markets you made when you were bored back in June. So. I'm trying my best to sit on my hands. I mean, we're, we're going to do this quarterback tackle thing, but other than that, we mostly just have like generic markets that everyone's offering, you know, like awards and stuff like that, you know, rushing, passing leaders, stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's tough, but again, like I could go throw up all 130 FBS win totals now 
we're not getting a single square bet. We're not writing a single dollar we want to write until at least like August 15th. So, um, I, you know, I'm just really not trying to put us in that spot. All right. Well, before I let you go, what is your outlook for Kentucky football next year? How are you feeling about your Wildcats? Well, they got the offensive coordinator back that they had two years ago that that really helped them break out. So I think that's a big plus. And knowing Stoops, I know he's got to be a little bit sour about last year being disappointing. So I think this is a good year for them to, you know, bounce back, win seven, eight games and and perform a little bit better than they did last year. They they just really didn't have any playmaking outside of Levis and he struggled with injuries and there was just a lot of distractions and pressure with all the draft stock and stuff like that. So I think this would be a good year for Kentucky to bounce back and and be competitive again in the SEC. This I got one, one more. One of, this is one of the craziest years going into the SEC. When you start breaking down, I mean, there are question marks at Alabama, at Georgia. There's question marks all over Tennessee. I mean, this is a year like a team like Kentucky could actually rise up. This could be a really fun year for us, for someone not of the brand name SEC student okay. every year, right? I mean, this is a wide open SEC football for me. I'm not, I'm not biting on this, Matt. Uh, Thank you. Tell <laughs> George, him, George is going to beat us by 35. I don't fucking care if they start a janitor. Like, I don't care who they start, man. We had no shot. It's just, I disagree. My, it's a different world. It's a different world. It is so crazy. Like, and I got a little taste of it with the LSU baseball. It's just a different world, you know? And I mean, Kentucky wants to be competitive, but you just don't have the athletes. You don't have the, the dudes. So uh, speaking tough. of not competitive, this is the last one for me and we'll let you go. The aces number every single day is comical. I know how much Mo takes pride in them WNBA numbers and this and that. What the hell do you do in the book to make a number for the aces and take bets? I mean, is anyone betting the other side of an aces game with you guys? I can't believe you just asked me this because I totally forgot that I bet at Westgate yesterday. I bet the limit on who do they play on Thursday? Liberty? Liberty, Liberty plus eight and a half against the aces. So oh. I told everyone, I guess I'm going to WNBA game on Thursday or Friday, whatever it is. Uh, Taking the dog. I mean, the Aces are clearly like the first super team we've had in the WNBA. They're like the heat of 10 years ago. It's It sucks. It's lame. I, I don't think it's cool. Like, it's not enjoyable watching them beat every team by 20 or 25. But, yeah, I've got them like four points power rated ahead of the next best team, which is the Liberty. So, uh, I took eight and a half in that game. Um, I think it should be probably like five and a half, six. But, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like, we got a guy in there who bet minus 115 on the Aces to win the champ. We still got the whole season ahead. I think wow. it's up to like 160, 170 now, some places. So yeah, this is uh not I don't think it's ideal. I, I don't understand why we're doing the super team thing in the WNBA. But they play uh, tonight, they're yeah. minus 15. I may take the girls down. If I go, I'll send you a text, meet you down there, hang out a little bit. Hey, twice in one week. I don't know if I need two games in one week, but I will be at the Liberty game <laughs> if you want to go on <laughs> Thursday, Friday. I might not be that friendly. I might not be social. I might be yelling at the girls, but <laughs> I like yeah. it when you don't have a bet on the game when I see you. Thanks for joining us, sir. That's very thank all you, Matty. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk soon, all right? All right. Thank you guys. That is Matt Lindemann joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Good to get him on. Sir, we got two guests in and out. The show's still going. You flip the screen and we're good to go. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, we're all good. We're nice good. Just got to pull Excellent. that down and then we're Excellent good to go. Work. Good to go. Rolling on, on things. Yeah, we're all good. So that was great. So to get them both in here, that was a lot of fun. Um, let's go to talking from that from basketball, WNBA into the NBA odds. So we've had a little time Thursday. This trade went down with the sun sending CP3. We didn't talk about it much because it happened after the show on Thursday. And then Friday was roll call Friday. So we've had the weekend now. The number is not moving. 
Now, I know it's really early. Okay, I get it. But what do you think the reaction is going to be, you know, with with the Suns at plus 650, CP3 goes to the Warriors. Sorry, that, that, uh, let, me, let me rewrite that to the, mm. to, to, to the Warriors. But the Suns number is still at plus 650, and the Warriors aren't considered to be that big of a threat here. Are, do you like CP3 on the Warriors? <sighs> I don't know yet. I I've don't heard a know. Is he going? Is he I've going a, to accept a lesser role? He is, but the size problem he presents is the one argument that kind of blew up my thought about him being a leader in the locker room. When he's on the floor with Steph Curry, they're tiny. Right. They're really, really small. Like in the West, they are against again a team like Denver. They can't play Chris Paul and, and Steph Curry at the same time. I just got a text from a guy named Eric. He's in charge of this other people's media thing. He said yep. he's watching the show now. It looks great. You're doing a great job. He's. Uh, we're going to set up a call with him, and we're going to discuss Good. some things. Cool. He's a basketball guy, too, but he's a Laker guy. I, I don't even want to mention that. Um, sorry, E. I had to mention that. <laughs> um, that uh, doesn't affect the odds, one, because I think you have that question. And then, you know, you and I do the show and I'm sitting in a room and I go, hey, P. Ralt said that there's a size disadvantage and this and that. What do you guys think? And they go, ain't nobody bet it. We're not moving a number. So okay. I don't think it's a big enough move to move the number, mm -hmm. but it's a big enough move to at least put a thought in your head. I, I don't I don't know where he fits in. Like, is he gonna is he gonna start? I don't think so. No, I mean, right? Is I guess the biggest question is Draymond and is he back? They want him back. They get Draymond Green back, but think about if they played Draymond Green, uh, Steph Curry, and CP3 on the floor at the same time. Man, that's a college basketball lineup. That is a a microscopic in the NBA size yeah, difference. They, I mean, that's three positions where you have a little a legitimate four to five inch differential of what other teams are going to start up against you. You're going to do that too small. Yeah. That's a too small team. That is a very small. That's why, I mean, I, I liked the CP three meal until I talked to someone I really respect. And they were like, you do know the size problem that team has now, right? Undersized three, undersized two, undersized point guard. You can't do that in the NBA. Like you can't play them together. It won't work with CP three and Curry on the floor at the same time. And Draymond already is a problem at the three. So what do you do rebounding wise? Teams are going to, I mean, like imagine when Bayama, like you have a six, seven foot four guy, <laughs> like right. it's going to be like, you're not going to get, you can't touch the basketball. Like, it's a problem. Going to get shots off at least. Kind of, but you're going to have still problems. I mean, Curry can get his shot off, but CP three really is smaller than Curry. So this is going to be, I, I like the trade a lot until I had that conversation. And then I was like, you know what? That's a really good point. Yikes. Even Clay Thompson's not the biggest of guys, you know, how, right. so like, how do you do, you just have a really small basketball team in an era where Christoph Porzingis is going to play a wing position for the Celtics. Wembyama is going to play on the on the post, but not really. He's going to be out there shooting threes at times as well. Joker shoots threes at six foot 11. Like, <laughs> you know, Michael Porter Jr. is six ten, Right. And you're going to match up. Curry or 
CP3 on one of those, or even Thompson on those guys. Just a massive mismatch in size. Oh, I don't know. It's yeah. Summer League's coming. That's my next so, order of business. Yeah. Well, the, first, before we do that, we get Summer League. Wemba Yama's coming here. He will play. We don't, we don't know how much he's going to play yet for the Spurs, but he is going to play a little in Summer League. He's already minus 160 to win the Rookie of the Year. Who's going to bet anyone else? I mean, Scoot Henderson's plus 400. What about Before Brandon you see Miller? him play a single game Miller? in the NBA. What? Where's Miller? Uh, I didn't see Miller where he is, but I mean, the closest is well is second is, is more than plus 400 is where Miller is. Let me see here. Um, I mean, we just know when Bayama is going to come in and help the Spurs dramatically. He's not going to get hurt. He's not going to get bodied. Well, no, I mean, we don't know anything, but I'm shocked at this we, 160. You're laying juice on this. Well, who's going to bet anyone else, at least at the beginning. I would bet I would bet Miller, I'd bet Henderson, I'd bet anybody else but him, to be quite honest. Well, that's fine. I'm not you laying should. juice on a rookie of the year in June. Wait, Chet Holmgren is a, is eligible for this? Yeah, because he got on the hurt. List. He got hurt in summer league, remember? Yeah. He, he didn't so you just games. get you get another rookie year, I guess. Okay. Uh-huh. So it's Wimbayama minus one sixty. Henderson is plus four dollars. Holmgren, Chet is plus six fifty. And then Brandon Miller is thirteen to one. The Thompson twins are brothers are twenty five and forty to one. Yep. Um I mean, you could get nice numbers on them and kind of take an advanced position that Wemba Yama does get hurt. That's what you're betting against, right? Like, that's why you bet or those other guys. maybe he just takes some time. I mean, why do we think this guy's going to step into the NBA and be, like, unbelievable? Don't you read all the reports? It's, it's, he can't miss. That's what everybody keeps saying. Yeah, he can't oh. miss as a 25-year-old. Okay, I'll give you that when he puts some weight on. But he's got three or four years to go before he's going to be. I mean, everyone's like, he's Tim Duncan, he's David Robinson. Tim Duncan and David Robinson took time to develop. Right. And step into a, that position and dominate. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, it's not a bad team. You know, he's going to have to find guys to get in the basketball. He, doesn't, he can create his own shot because he'll shoot over the top of people and he'll get the ball a lot. But I don't. I don't understand this idea of the, him being minus 160. That seems that that market's out of whack to me. It is, but again, it's a limited market as far as name recognition for most people. Mm -hmm. You have to make them a minus money favorite, which, again, you could make the argument if we were in the room, make them even money. Let them bet them to the favorite. But you know they're going to bet them anyway, so you start them as the minus. See if you can get money on another choice from like, you know, Maddie said sharp guys. I call them Rhombus's parallelograms. I need to know what those guys might be thinking otherwise. So those prices are fair. I mean, you could you could take a shot. You'll know right now I'm interested in the Holmgren thing. Like mm-hmm. that's that, as soon as I saw that, I see that plus 650. I'm like, wait a second. The guy's been rested, obviously. I don't know how healthy he is. But that's the first thing I got to check. But a whole year of rehabbing and practicing as a pro without going to history 101 and all these other classes – That one intrigues me of that list. Interesting.
All right, time for the Brigade Proxy Service story of the day in the NFL. You wanted to say something here before we talk about this, though, just a little bit about what's going on with the contest signups, right? So how we're going to wind up when you come to town, where you can sign up, how you can sign up. There's other places we can do this. The Westgate starts on July the 1st. So circus and all circus, circus, circus for all because they started May 25th. The Westgate Super Contest. And our service does them both, both Circa and Westgate, both NFL yes. pick contests. We're going to service them both. If you come to town July 1st, you can start signing up at the Circa, or sorry, at the Westgate rather, or July 1st. The Westgate has one location for the Superbook. Yes. It has multiple locations around town. Correct. So if you're staying up on the strip and you say, oh man, getting downtown is going to be difficult. We have other places we can help you get signed up for the Survivor and the Million Contest. Correct. There's multiple locations downtown. We can meet you at. Um, we can meet you just off the strip. Uh, there's a location at Tuscany we can meet you at. Um, Henderson, Gorov and I are trying to coordinate a time. He lives out in Henderson. Good. Gorov's going to do this BVB brigade team, team. entry. Yep. And they're hiring us to be the proxies, you know, as insurance because if Gorov's out of town or sleeping or whatever, we'll be able to put the picks in that way. Um, I'm going to meet him, I think, at the pass in Henderson. Nice. Try to come out just to meet the people there and, and and see the process. But we're streamlining it pretty good. I mean, we're meeting people all over. I wanted to mention this, though. Uh, I got a DM from someone who was like, I don't know. It's expensive to fly out right now. I don't know if I can come and stay and sign up for the contest and this and that. And I said to you last night, what do you think of this idea? We can offer you the same day service. You can fly in in the morning from wherever. I mean, the West Coast is easy. It's a short flight. Come in, get to whatever property you want to get to. We'll meet you there. You can have a meal if you'd like. I, I, I went and had like a late lunch, early dinner with one of the guys that signed up with me with us yesterday. And then I'll take you back to the airport after you sign up and you can get a flight back. So fly in, land by 9 a.m., 10 a.m., get to the place, bring the money, sign up, pay the proxy fee, get you something to eat and get you back on a plane. You're home the same night. It's a long day, but you don't have hotel costs. You don't have mm -hmm. other travel costs, Uber costs, all that other stuff. It's a one day. It's a one day sign up. I've seen people do this. If as, you're the, if you're, I mean, I know on the East coast, it's a long day, but it's not on the West coast. Right. If, if you're in Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, LA, Phoenix, Denver, Salt Lake City. I mean, we're talking about an hour flight. Right. Hour down, get out, walk, meet us there, Uber to wherever you're going to go, meet us, sign up, eat a meal, turn around, back on a plane. It can be a seven to eight hour day. I mean, it can be right. not hard for you to get in and out of here. Yeah. You know, you can leave at nine, you'd be home by five. It's not insane to do that for a same day spin around. So like if you are thinking about doing the, the, the contest and you don't want to have the full expense of, you know, doing a Vegas trip, you can just come to Vegas quickly, bang in and out and we can, we can make sure that it works. So when you're emailing us brigade proxy at gmail.com to book your appointment and more and more people are doing that. And we appreciate all Thank of you. you. August is going to be really busy last week of July. Also live bill coming in a lot of people, August 10th, 12th, 13th, Last week of July. Yep. Appreciate you guys emailing us to have it 
the email address is always on the bottom of the screen on right. YouTube. It's not on, not for sports grid, but for, for YouTube, it's always scrolling. So if you're like, what's that email address? Brigade proxy at gmail.com. And if you forget it underneath us scrolling is the email address to email, to set up an appointment, to sign up. Like Reverend Jim said in taxi years ago, one of those great scenes when he asked, what does yellow light mean? And they said, slow down. And he said, what does <laughs> a yellow light mean? I'm going to say, Brigade proxy at gmail.com or underneath us. there or on Twitter at Brigade proxy. Send a DM. Yeah. There's a number there as well text. To, to text and set up a time. We're lining up times. We got this fancy ass spreadsheet and all this coordination <laughs> where we're getting down there. We're meeting you. It's great too because listen, I mean, like I, I got this other hat here from, from Jay Buckley. Um, we met Jay. He did. He did give you the hat. Look I didn't this, ask you. Look at this. Thing. I told you you think you'd love that hat. I told you. This you thing love. is tremendous. <laughs> it's the New Hampshire something. I'm Fisher sorry, Cats. Jay. What is it? New Hampshire Fisher Cats. They play in Manchester. Fisher the, Cats. The double A of the Toronto Blue Jays. It's a tremendous. I love the blue. I love the orange. And this chicken. It's, it's, it's a phenomenal hat. <laughs> it, it is great. It looks great. Um. He designed a BVB hat that he took back with him and his lovely wife, Ashley. They had, they celebrated their 10 year anniversary. He hopped around. He got a great experience. He was here for a couple of days. And if you're in Boston, make sure you go see him at yeah. the book. Yeah. You know, he, he works in the book. I'm trying to figure out how dude. That, that, that's where Emerson and I might wind up going. I don't know. We, we got to figure out where we're going to wind up oh, heading. My. I don't know where we're going, but we got to figure that out as to what the, so that might be the, that might be where we go. I don't know. We may go to the book. What hat size when you wear a fitted hat are you? I think I'm seven and a quarter. I think. I think you're seven and a quarter too. I know I'm seven and three ace. Mr. Okay. C's in the chat. He texted me last night, and I apologize for not responding. It's been a very busy morning getting mm. those guys lined up and the guests and everything that we were doing, right. so I apologize. But Chris C's coming to Vegas. He's going to signed up. He's coming. He's going to come in July. He's doing a contest. Another, you know, brigade member who's using the proxy service. Thank you, sir. He wants your hat size seven and a quarter. Oh. I'm seven and three eighths. Yeah. People are bringing us hats. We're wow. trying to bring the hats to the people. Listen, I know we're getting those DMs and you guys want to buy hats. We're going to do it that way. If you send a DM and you want to buy a hat and you want it off, the original design is right over P. Ralt's shoulder. That's easy. If you mm -hmm. want that on a hat, you pick the color of the hat and say, I want the original design. And then we'll we'll get your name, address, and we'll tell you how much it costs and the shipping and all that other stuff if you want to do that. If you want to design it, you can do that too. Just send a DM to Matt's DMs are open. The show's DMs are open, right? Yep. And so, proxy. All three are open. Yep. And and the proxy service DMs are open. But yep. at Boston versus the book, at Sports Talk Matt, if you and I have communicated, my DMs with you are open. So um, it's, it's, uh, can I sign up at the big bright world series of poker sign? Tyler just never stops. No, he yes. never stops. Yes. The guy yes. wants to sign up there. He's trying to move in your house. What the hell's <laughs> going on over there? He wants to come stay with the people. I Emerson thought about and it. I talked about him staying with his assless yeah. chaps in my house. <laughs> I thought about letting him stay here. And then, then I just realized the dogs are just too mean. It's just that they the don't dogs like, are definitely too mean. they don't like me. They don't like men. They, they, they're okay with they don't kidding. like you. 
uh, they like me at times, but they don't like anybody. They just don't like anybody at the moment. They're just, you know, they bark and yell and scream and do other things. So I thought it was like, yeah, then I'm going to get, Tao's going to get bit and it's going to get all nasty. And yeah, so. Yeah, we don't want a, that. It's a bad idea. So we scrapped, we scrapped He's going to go win a World Series of Poker. We don't Let's want do it. him getting bit. That's for when, sure. When would, if he's at the final table, like we got to figure out a way to get a BVB hat on him or something. Talk, I'm going to dress him. I'm going to wrap him like a car. <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I'm going to, he's looking good. He's going to have all of the stuff. I'm trying to figure out how to get the, the listening glasses like this. Like he, you know, if he wears glasses oh. while he plays with a BVB logo somewhere, BVB. Uh, I think the hat's okay. You know, you doesn't need BVB glasses. I might look a little excessive, but I like the idea of a hat. Put him in a hat. I like that a lot. So brigadeproxy at gmail.com is the email address to send us and do that on this. I love when people text me and say, Hey, is this Matt? Um, yeah, it's me. Like I, I, I don't know who you are clearly, but you, you have my number somehow. So, Hey Matt, is this Matt? I, I wonder if I'm supposed to respond to that. Like maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Am I like, what well, when heck? people call on the phone and like, look, who's calling right now. Look, who's okay. calling right now. Here, I'm going to oh. put this on speaker. This is great. You're going to answer this phone call. Who are you calling right, right now? Oh, no. Hello. Dubsy, oh my I'm on gosh. The air right now with Matt Perot on Bostonian versus the book. Can you tell the people? Hello, please. What up? Ladies <laughs> <gentlemen>? Happy Monday. <laughs> <laughs> like, do I want to do that? Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, no. We had to answer the phone. Dubsy, yes. we're doing the show live right now. We'd like to have you on at some point. Yeah. But we cannot talk right now. Can we call you later? Absolutely. I'm going to put my pants and T-shirt back on anyway, Dave. So we'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> that was a live drop-in from Dubsy. Thank you, brother. Uh, I'm happy for you. And I'll talk to you in a little while. Ciao, big fan. Talk soon. See ya. He had a big announcement over the weekend, so we have to, get him, have to get yeah. him on. So, so all right. So, the Brigade Proxy Service NFL story of the day. Where do you think Dalvin Cook's playing next year? The new rumor is the Jets. I saw that. Is there legs to this? There might be. I mean, they, I mean, Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook in the same backfield with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I'm paying attention. That's that's pretty impressive. If you if you can find a way to make it work, the question would be: Does New York have the money to offer that Dalvin Cook because he's going to be expensive? You would think. <sighs> does he want to go there? I mean, I think he wants to go somewhere to win. Yeah, so I think he so wants. Why to would win. you go to the Jets? All the winning uh, they've done over the years. Well, that's fair, but I think you're playing with Aaron Rodgers. There's the anticipation that they're going to be good. Their offensive line is good. I mean, the Patriots have been, if they miss on Hopkins, the Patriots are the next option, potentially. There's been some talk about, but uh, the Patriots, but Ramondre Stevenson has Bill Belichick, like people were saying, like he has a shrine to Stevenson, like Belichick loves him so much that he doesn't think he'd want to bring in Dalvin Cook to take away from what Stevenson's going to do. He caught a guy after he ran for 200 yards, mm-hmm. but he Bill really likes, likes running backs. But he let Bill like Stevenson a lot, supposedly, like the multifunction, catching the football. But Cook does all that, too. I mean, the screen game, Dalvin Cook is one of the most dangerous running backs in the game. I mean, <laughs> you get another guy if he wants to come. There. I mean, I think the New England fit is great. It is. But um, the Jets could be, too. I mean, the Jets may not be bad either. It's I don't know. He wants to get paid. That was part of the problem with the Vikings. He wanted to get paid. So 
who is lining up to pay a running back? Nobody. The, 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 the Patriots are not. No. So it's like you have to same with Hopkins. It's the yeah. same thing. Hopkins is the same question. Patriots want to offer short-term dollars. Hopkins wants this, you know, veteran schedule that Belichick is maybe or maybe not going to give him. But we're getting late into the season here from the offseason. I mean, we're getting it's almost July. Camps open up in three weeks for certain teams. Tweeted yesterday. Um, the super, the season starts eleven Sundays from yesterday. Yeah. So like we're getting, like, we're, like you got to sign. It, it's 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 getting close, but like veterans don't need the training camp as much as other people do. Fair, but changing teams, you want to try to get the guy in as soon as possible when you're changing teams. Um, did you see in that graphic that I tweeted who had? It was obvious who had the most losses over the last twenty years in the NFL. There's no mystery. Cleveland, we love you. Let me hear you, Cleveland. It was the Browns by far. The Detroit Lions yeah, were second. By the way, it's not the it's the it's both iterations. What year did the Ravens go to Baltimore? Put that in the chat. I don't know off the I don't top know. of my head. Ninety was it in the late nineties? I guess it has been twenty years they've been in Cleveland. This, okay. this thing said twenty years. I buy yeah. Cleveland by far, and then Detroit okay. second. Do you know? Obviously, you know who had the least amount of losses in the twenty years. Of course. That's franchise in football. Did you see? I'm going to let that one slide. Did you see? It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's fine. Did you see who had the second least losses in the 20 years? Yeah, I did. Yes, you pointed it out. It's it's nighttime in Pittsburgh behind me. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's been nighttime for a long time there. It's it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. And and I want to thank the Goose for coming in over the top saying that the team with the least amount of losses – won all them Super Bowls and the team that's second in the losses only won 20% of that same number of Super Bowls in that time. And I said, good. He's still good at the math. That's good. Good for mm-hmm. him. Um, Patriots, I'm, I, I'm fully aware of this and I fully believe this, that the Patriots will not win a Super Bowl again in my life. And I'm completely cool with it. Wow. Completely cool with it. I would love it, but I'm totally, completely a hundred. I, I, it, we're going to be the Cowboys and it's going to be 30 years and we're going to be looking back on it and thinking about Belichick and thinking about Brady and everything else. And I'm totally fine with it. Oh. I'm completely fine with it. No one will ever replicate what the Patriots did. And I mean, God bless. I hope you live to be a hundred. That's 54 years. <laughs> what happened? going to win a Super Bowl. Don't believe so. I did. I I'm okay with it. I mean, I fully believe that that was the run. You don't get to enjoy that run more than once. Any run like you do that, that's a deal with the devil in sports and you just don't get to see it again. Wow. Stars aligned perfect in perfection for the Patriots to do over 20 years. Nobody will match that 20 year run ever. They had 92 losses, right? That said in 20, in 20 years. years, 92 losses in 20 years. Never happening again. Every time you say it, it sounds more ridiculous. Never happening again. Damn it. Just right now. I wasn't expecting that in the BVB, BVB uh, or BPS proxy service <laughs> portion of the show. That was good. Yeah. Right, we'll roll through better to book it here for our friends at sports group before we let them go. LSU money line minus 140 last night. I bet it if it's 160 right now. Sorry, that number is not available. 
right? That number's long gone, long gone. I'll buy. Is that it's pro minus money? That 170. Did that? Pro money did that? Less money in the pot, quicker to move it bigger. Okay. You have to you have to move it to get a bet on the other side. So um, I mean the take back is plus 140 in a lot of places already. Uh, one of the places offshore just moved to minus 170, plus 150. Damn. This is a deluge, deluge. So everybody's LSU on. Money. And because it's all schemes, it's all the starter for LSU. I mean, it's just got a kid who's going to be a top three pick in the draft, throwing 101 miles per hour. Our uh, our Boston people in the chat are getting a little upset with you for that comment about okay. the uh, about but, the Patriots. And They're I'm like, fine with say it. Say that. They're not I, happy with you. Cowboys are the template it's okay you had a run we had we had double what the cowboys what did. a heel turn this is for you this is great it's, heel turn or it, it, it's a total it's i i said great. it no people think that i just say it because like always oh, just deflecting about the bruins or he's deflecting about the patriots i'm not deflecting at all no i've seen more winning i am so good as a fan i i, I am so not like my boston brethren Patriot fans, Red Sox fans, they're all about this year winning now, have to win. My team must win. They're like a child wanting a candy bar. It's like, okay, I understand what you want, but we ate. We ate for 20 years <laughs> at a table that no one will ever eat at again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rarefied air, the, the, the privilege, the experience I saw, the worst of the worst and the best of the best. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to sully. The re, the memory of what that was, Sully, because of what our desire to have to win it again. You must win it again. Sully's going to pick you up at the airport tomorrow. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all right. Go see go, my stepdad. You know, he's a, he's, a, he's a Norris, so it's close enough. I mean, like he's, he's a Mick. So bet this, bet it. Yes, I I think LSU wins, but it's going to be a hell of a game. And and listen, I, I mean, this is the the. What is this? The New, New Hampshire what? Fisher Cats. Blue and orange. Yeah. Maybe this is blue and orange night tonight. Maybe. I don't know. It's just a hell of a game. I like under. Under's the best play in the game. G-A-U-E-X. Tigers. Go Tigers. Oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. Over nine and a half. Reds and the Orioles at minus 115. Surprised. Oh, hit refresh. 10. Oh, uh, okay. This is the number it should be. Okay. <laughs> Maybe somebody knows something. I don't know. Oh, I saw no. the pitching matchup and I thought, okay, I like dog and over. Irvin and Williamson. Irvin has a 6.43 ERA at uh, at home, 278 opposing batting average. He's given up 10 earned runs in 14 innings so far at home. On the road for Williamson, a 4.80 ERA, 268 opposing batting average. He's given up eight earned runs in 15 innings of work here. Talking about one of the best teams to the over on the road. The Reds are 20 and 15 to the over on the road. Over. Yep. Over. Bet it. Yes. Okay. Bet it. Dare I, mean, I say, oh, it's nine and a half. I can't say it's B squared play because oh. we haven't done a B squared play for a while, but I really, really like it. Um, but it's Ted now. So if you still obviously, I just hit refresh. There's not a nine and a half on planet Earth. If okay. there is, bet it for sure. Okay, so nine and a half there. And then finally, Braves team total over four and a half at minus 115 today for Atlanta. Against Sonny Gray? Yep. Braves are the the number one team scoring at home in Major League Baseball, and they are the number one over team at home in Major League Baseball. Worried about 
see, I think Gray will get touched up early, but he'll give up two or three. And then I'll need the bullpen to give up the other two. But the Braves have been scoring like crazy at home. I'll book this one. Okay. It's a low scoring game. I like the game under. When I looked at the pitching matchup, I saw it. I said, all right, under eight and a half. We're good. Four is the number. Four, you, you, like, I think this is a four, three game when I looked at it. Mm-hmm. So you got to get more than four. That's going to be, that's going to be. Atlanta is, it's kind of crazy. Atlanta is 40, 30, and 44, 30, and three to the over in all games. Hold this on, year. say the number slowly because they're mixed. There was 44, 44. 30 and three to the over number one teams, 30 losses and three pushes. Yep. 60% basically 59.5% of the time they're going over number one in baseball at home. Atlanta is 25, 13 and one to the over to the first five over to game over game over 60.7% of the time. That's good. Going over. That's good. they're favored today, right? Atlanta? Yeah. Strider? Minus yes. 220. Minus 230. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm just asking, I'm just having, I'm just asking you. Atlanta as a home favorite is 23-13-1 to the over. JJ just came in, our favorite, one of our favorite um, valet guys in the in the city. He's nice. the valet yeah. guy at the Golden Gate, Mr. James Jernigan. He said every red game goes over no matter what. JJ, you got to make a number. It doesn't just go over every number. Um, he has the Braves minus a run and a half. JJ's been okay. hot as fish grease. JJ's smoking right now. As what? Fish grease? Yeah, he's cooking fish what? grease, baby. He's, he's oh, fish smoking. grease. Fish grease. I didn't know fish what, what that word was. Fish oh, yeah. grease. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, Reds are the number one team in baseball to, uh, on the run line. They're 50 and 28. Be very concerned about the Braves. Uh, no, sorry, I'm confusing team. Sorry, the Braves are playing. Braves are playing the, Minnesota. Thank you. That's right, Minnesota. Yeah, that's why I didn't bet the over for the game because I'm concerned about the t- the Twins team total against Strider. Right, matching matching it up. So that's why I didn't bet yeah, the over. Four twos the final, I think. Uh so he likes the who he likes the Braves on the run line. Who's like the on the run line? Yeah, JJ's on the Braves. Braves on, on the run Braves line. Braves run line. He likes the uh, Braves. Run line. Atlanta Braves on the run line this year are 36 and 41. That's ex- wow. Losing under. record on the run line. Yep, they were losing. They've probably been a favorite every game. Uh, Almost every game they've been a favorite on the run line. It's probably a handful of games, ten or less. Braves are really good. Oh yeah, I, I mean, it, Braves are. I mean, do, do I say it now on June twenty fifth or they, June twenty sixth? Are they the best team in the National League? I think so. Yeah, I, I don't think that, that that's horrible on the road as a home team on the run line. Uh, the Braves are not good. Wow. They are, um, where's it? Where's Atlanta? Where's Atlanta is 15 and 24. 15 and 24. Yikes. A lot of one run games, I guess. Yeah. That's because they got a lot of wins. They're winning a lot. They're just not, they're not, that's wow. Okay. How about that? Yeah. That is, that is, whew. That is surprising. So be careful with that run line tonight. Yeah, be careful. That with easy. That. I'd be careful with that run line personally. I'm not. I'm not in love with that. With, with that play. All right. 
For you who are on Sports Grid, thank you for watching. We appreciate it. No show tomorrow, so a best of's happening on Sports Grid Wednesday, Thursday. Back for live shows, though, so you'll get those on Wednesday night and Thursday night. I'll be on East Coast time, so it could be interesting. I may have a little late night session watching us on Sports Grid at midnight <laughs> Eastern. That should be some fun to go ahead and, and, and watch that, depending on where I am and what I'm doing. But for you guys who are live on YouTube and Twitter, it is time for bonus time. Favorite thing about today is the fact that you just said you were having a late night session and you'd be watching the show. I'm just just, just, coming home and host, you know, come home and throw it on. And I'm just going to let the chat have their way with that one. You having a late night session, you will not be watching the show. That's what they're talking about. I don't know. I might be. Who knows? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm I'm at the house. We'll see. I mean, it's. You know, I'm, I'm in Andover for three nights and then I'm in Maine for four nights and then I'm in Andover for a night. I'm going out to the farm to go see my brother on the 4th of July. Oh, it's good to do a little farm trip and hang out with hang out with my brother. Watch fireworks out there. I don't think I think we're going to come back and watch the fireworks in my hometown. I think is where we're going to do. We're going to do a low key. Okay. A low key Fourth of July is what it sounds like because we'll be tired. The trip will be end of the trip. Maddie will have been gone for 17 days. We fly back on the 5th, so I think we're going to do a little bit of a low-key. Normally, I fly back on July 4th, which is the first time in a long time I'm not flying back on the 4th of July. But for some dumb reason, the flight was significantly cheaper flying to Vegas on the 5th than the 4th. Mm. Significant. Normally, it's a cheaper to fly on the holiday. Normally, right. I, fly, I fly Christmas, New right. Year's, because I land. It's always fun landing and watching the fireworks all over the valley right, right, popping right. up, and that's yeah. really a cool thing. And so that's how Madeline sees a lot of her Fourth of July fireworks that way. But the price difference was so so dramatic that I ended up doing it on the fifth. Um, so many favorite things about today. One, Kincaid made my day. Mm. I mean, just you ever watch honest, that? Go back and watch that. Yeah, I mean, go back if you missed it. We we got a big crowd in here now. Thank you guys for coming and watching the show live. Go watch the replay. Watch it on YouTube channel. The at symbol Boston versus the book. You can find it. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. But Kincaid started the show off. If you had any sort of, like you said, negative thought in your mind or anything like I'm having a tough day, Kincaid comes on. He's lost 20 pounds, he said. He's holding Mm. on to that hair Mm. um, and just has such a positive attitude about so many things. And that was great. And then we get to see Maddie and, and and hear about the trip to Cincinnati and all that stuff. Um, and then, I mean, the, I, I don't want to overhype it, but the proxy service thing is allowing us to make contacts with people in person to sign up for this contest and trusting us to, one, meet them, two, make the process as smooth and as easy as possible – one fee, one deadline is gonna is be, gonna become a mantra. All like you gotta it. do is get your picks into us by noon Eastern every Saturday, and we'll get your picks in. Like that's and that's gonna be the the fun of the contest. But like you know, I had a great meal with somebody who I hadn't seen in a long time yesterday, and is gonna sign up for the contest. They're gonna do multiple entries with Survivor and and, and the Circa Millions and. He's here to play poker too. He said, "If I'm here long enough, I'll probably do the Westgate too." Wow! Because that sign up start next week. Yeah. So we're we're available. We're meeting people. Mm. Um, we're having conversations that I didn't know a month ago we were going to be having, and we're going to have conversations after your trip to Boston. 
that I know we didn't know we were going to be having, but things are happening. Favorite thing about today is all of the above. And mm. again, the show. Mm. I think one of the fun things about June and July, and for this is, this is just goes, we always say thank you for you guys being here. But like, if you're here in June, we have, you're an OG, you're, you're an original, you're a brigade member. I, I, I think it's really phenomenal because well, one, there's not much going on right now. Okay. So we really appreciate it. We understand it's easy to tune into shows in September and October when everything's firing and everything's fun. It's June. <laughs> like There's just not a lot of heat going on right now. So we appreciate you guys. Our average watch time is still 35 to 38 minutes a show on YouTube. That's just dumb, guys. I mean, it's just ridiculous. We are so thankful and appreciative of that. And so July, June is sort of like, you know, you put the gas in the gas tank. July is when you start the engine. August, you start driving the damn thing. So we got a lot of things cooking and a lot of really cool things coming down the pike with you guys and plans. And we've had a lot of meetings. We'll see what ends up coming to fruition. But August 1st, we're going to take July. I'm going to go and get some R&R for a couple of days. And then we're going to come back and then have July be a big month. But August 1 starts arguably the most incredible seven to eight months run in the history of Las Vegas. And that's saying a lot for given what this city has had and what this city has been about. Yeah. We have so many things that are going to be starting. I mean, we, we don't talk about entertainment much, but like you too is going to be here opening up the sphere, which is when you guys see it, if you come to Vegas, you're going to be like, what the hell is that thing? Cause it's wild. They've just started to run the led like test patterns. It doesn't look, it looks like something an alien put in down on the strip. Not normal. It does not look reason. It's like, what the hell is that going to look like when it's fully lit up? So we've got you two people flying in from all over the world to go to all the U2 concerts. We have the F1 race happening. We keep on talking about the super bowl is here. Like, we're not just talking about it. Like, this is a reality now. This is the countdown to kick off and a countdown to what's going to happen. So we're going to do a lot of fun things. You guys being here, though, in the summertime fires us up and keeps us so motivated and excited to keep coming back to doing the show. And Every so day. my favorite thing about you, this is, yes, it's the brigade. Chef Benning, I did say that going home. Yes, because I would say that in Boston. I'll say it to media members in Boston. I don't, no, I'm not trying to ruffle feathers by any means. Someone said I'm trying to ruffle people's feathers. No, I'm not. Just how I am. I'm good. This is the point I was making with the Bruins. I'm good. <laughs> like I'm 46. I'm a lot older than you, Benny. I lived through the hell. I lived through the nastiness. I watched the nastiness. Okay. I did the Andy, Andy Dufresne. You know, I, I crawled through a river of shit and I came out the other side clean. Like that's what we've done <laughs> as New England sports fans. There's nothing to be mad about. There's nothing to bitch about. That's why I laugh when I go back and listen to sports talk radio. I'm like, you're, you're all pissed off. You're all still mad. Like I, I I'm okay. Like the Bruins season. I'm okay. They lost. Oh no. I had fun. I had fun betting on him. I had fun watching him. It was a good time. So it is what it is. It's, it's, um, one, it's just getting older. Like you, as you get older, you realize like one, how special the good times are, but two, it, the bad losses and stuff are just another day. Like you just, you well, yeah, absorb I think gambling them has done more than getting older. What? I think gambling has done more than more for that than getting older. Gambling has done a lot of that too. It wears think, you out. There's no, 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 wear me out. Gambling has shown me that there's always a game tomorrow. Always. It's always, always. a game tomorrow. It's always, it's, a, it's like, it ne it's never over. It's never really over. Like my team loses. Okay. Well, who's my team tomorrow? The team I put my money on. <laughs> like it's right. just, it's, it's just like, <laughs> that's just, 
how it is. It just, it just changes the emotional attachment to the laundry. My identity is no longer tied to a piece of, to a Jersey. It's different. This is, this is a good thing. This is what sure. people tell me that all the time. I'm like, Dave, do you have all the hats and all the jerseys? I don't have them all, but that's why I wear them. I'm a fan of the sport. I'm a fan. Like, I still, Pittsburgh still gets me excited and right. stuff, but like, you become kind of numb to it when you're in the gambling world. And being in Vegas, we never really had a team. The Knights parade was great. We did all that. It's done. We're on to the next thing. Yeah. The other two favorite things about today I wanted to mention. One, um, the uh, I, I, I tweeted it today. I was in the Washington Post, an article about gambling and the shams thing and all this other stuff. And I was so humbled by my mom because she was like, oh, that's great. I'm just happy they spelled your name correctly. <laughs> I was like, Mom, I got quoted in a Washington Post. Hey, Mom, look at this for a gambling story. I never would have thought this. And she said, that's great. I'm glad they spelled your name correctly. So you want to talk about being humbled and being like knocked out. That's that's one thing. And then the other one was from um, Mikey Awesome. I saw it and he took. All of our frozen faces. Oh, thank you. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I totally forgot them to. The Frozen song, it was, I mean, Emerson, I, I, what did you, I don't even know what to say. My There's mother, my mother saw it and she liked it. And Mikey wrote to me and said, please tell your mother how much that meant to me that your mom liked what I did. Wait, I put that up. Mama P's in the discord. No, it was on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, my mom's on both. She's on Twitter and Instagram. She's not on Twitter very much. She's on Instagram every day. Instagram's oh. her go-to. But she saw it, she saw it on Twitter and she liked it. And so she, so he said, he said, he sent me a DM and said, just let your mom know that made my day when I saw your mom like, like that video. I said, dude, that video was on, I couldn't stop laughing. Like it was so good. Like it was so amazingly funny. If you haven't seen that, you got to go to our Twitter accounts and check it out because it's absolutely frozen because our faces are frozen. That's why he chose that in case you're like, why frozen? That's why he chose that because our faces are frozen. So I'll I'll leave you with this headline. This is, this is what I'm walking into Dave. Fourth of July travel expected to break records. Over 4 million Americans were expected to fly over the 4th of July holiday weekend. Over 4 million people. I, I'm walking into travel hell. I, I'm, I think I'm going to get around it, except for the Boston July 5th issue. I think I'm going to be okay. But man, if you're traveling on the 4th, that's why my flight was so expensive on the 4th because so many people are traveling Friday to Tuesday for next week. So hey. we're off for that reason. You guys are all traveling everywhere. That's why we're not doing the shows because we know family, time, relationships, whatever. Commitments come first. But we are back on Wednesday. No show tomorrow. Back no on show. Wednesday for this show, except I'll be in my basement. This could be a funny show on Wednesday. You're going to want to tune in for that. <laughs> He's Dave. I'm Matt. We'll talk to you Tuesday. Sorry, Wednesday. Me from Boston for BBB.